A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Thank you for listening to our free episodes of What's Your Sign. Since you're into us, we'd love if you'd support us. Help support What's Your Sign by going to patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. For about the same price of buying us a cup of coffee that we split three ways, your financial support helps us create this podcast and supporting us on Patreon will get you bonus episodes, access to our Discord, and other great perks. Plus, you will truly have a sense of pride knowing that you have directly contributed to making this podcast possible. If What's Your Sign has improved your life, it's taught you something, it's added value, then please consider joining us on Patreon. Even though this is a ton of fun to do, it doesn't mean it's not work. And your contribution really helps make that work possible. We love making this show and we want to keep doing it as much and as often as possible. And we can't do that without your help. Help keep us indie and help keep us putting out the episodes you look forward to every Monday. If now is not the right time to join, no sweat. There's other ways to support us. Follow us on social media at What's Your Sign Podcast on Instagram. Make sure to turn our post notifications on. Check us out on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. And yeah, we're on TikTok at What's Your Sign Podcast. The link to join our Patreon and all the links to our social media accounts are in the show notes. Thank you so much for your support. We'll see you over on our Patreon. The 4th of July is all about drinks, grilled meats, and shooting off fireworks before the neighbors notice. Luckily, for the drink part, there's Drizzly, the number one alcohol delivery app. Drizzly can help you get beer, wine, and spirits delivered in under 60 minutes. That's less time than it'll take Dave to get his charcoal grill started. Frickin' Dave. 
Anyways, if you're looking to get 4th of July drinks without waiting in 4th of July lines, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com and get your favorite drinks delivered today. I know for sure the Drizzly app has definitely saved me in a pinch when I am on my way to an event or I'm already at a friend's party and I don't want to leave just to go get another bottle of rosé. So I just whip out the Drizzly app. Boom. It is at my door in under 60 minutes. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com and get your favorite drinks delivered today. And maybe tell Dave to get one of those charcoal stacker things before he burns the whole neighborhood down. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Logan. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the Krabby Karka. (laughs) 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 This podcast. Mm, Krabby Karka. Krabby Karka. Karka. I had two two orders of that last night. It was pretty good. (laughs) Get that Karka. I love it. (laughs) Wait, what's Krabby Karka? The Karka is like the um, name of the crab that's the constellation oh i think i think so i think that's like the crab that you'll talk about the labor of hercules oh, i think yeah, that's okay. its name please yes. i've been waiting oh, for that i mean labor. we'll talk about also it. hercules is on netflix just double check yeah, so no, yeah. We'll, we gotta get that we'll going. do a screening for an upcoming patreon yes. only you have to be in the club uh uh, that also sounds like I was listening to this podcast this morning called The Sexually Sexually Liberated Woman, uh, which I recommend. And, uh, the host, her name is Evian Whitley. Um, Evian? Evian. Holy. Yeah. Uh, I'm already there. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and she is oh. hot and very cool. I don't um, think that is the crab's name, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was going to say, cra- Karka sounds oh, like this. Yeah, Karkinos. The, one, uh, the episode that I was listening to this morning was called Clitoracy. Mm. And she was talking what the guest was talking whose name is escaping me but if you look up the episode you'll see it but um she was talking about like other parts of the clit like uh-huh. the names of sections and stuff like that oh. and i was like man i don't know anything but i am reading another book too that's also about uh women's reproductive health oh. because i also because the same thing there was this came up like recently and i was like i don't know i Wait, I there's don't... parts of the yes. clit. I always thought the clit was oh yeah, the clit. Huge. Yeah, it's huge. Well, it's I know the not, nerves I mean, are like endless, but it's like it's there's internal. This was something that I like have always known, and I don't mean to shame anybody right now. <laughs> Do it, but I didn't eat this. So I'm reading this book called "Come as You Are" by Emily Nagoski, which I also recommend to everybody. It's book like blurb. um, but there's a bunch of things that it's like I'm. I consider myself a pretty like sexually healthy 
person mm-hmm. for the most part. I definitely have my issues. But reading reading this and listening to this episode, there are things that I realized that I was like, oh, that's something I've internalized that I would never have even known to articulate. But that's totally a thing. And one of the things that she talked about this morning that I was like, oh, my God, I totally think about that. Uh, she was saying that there is no such thing as a vaginal orgasm. It's not like your vagina it's Mm. because your internal clitoris is being stimulated so but because we have such a focus on like penetrative orgasms being the ideal thing um we are like we celebrate that we're like oh that's a better one like oh we should all strive for that yeah whatever and we know obviously that from studies and stuff that like you need to work the clit or whatever for most women. It's pretty important. I didn't think about this. This woman this morning was saying like, yeah, of course, because that's our like pleasure organ, but even like sex positive things will say like most women can't come from penetration. They still need like clitoral Mm -hmm. stimulation as if that is like lesser than, or like that it's like some default on you Mm -hmm. as opposed to like the, the realistic location of where your pleasure sent like centers are. Ah, yeah. I think that's fucked up. I never like this. I'm 30 years old and didn't know any of this. That's like, I mean, also that's patriarchy. One oh one. I mean, I didn't really have like an appropriate health class growing up. We just watched like Forrest Gump twice, and then like, uh, what's it called? Celibacy, abstinent people who were so hot came (laughs) and like as a trap just to be like, let's not fuck. And it's like, okay, if we can do it, you can do it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't know. That just reminds me of like getting older and just remembering that there's still so much to learn and know. Even like, uh. One of my good friends who will be on our Patreon sooner, maybe it came out, whatever, whenever these things come out, was just talking about even like pronouns, like how like, oh, we're getting woker and woker, we're learning things. And I just happened to mention like, oh, and preferred pronouns. It's like, well, technically, like, it's not preferred. It's like, it's just what are your pronouns? pronouns? What are your pronouns? And I was like, oh, little things of language. And it's like, it's okay. Just like make like just know that if you say that to someone they might have a moment to go actually like fuck yeah fuck preferred i don't prefer you can call me by the like right but it's also just language that's oh oh, excuse me i'm trying to be accommodating so like this and it's like oh i feel like i'm about to be a snob to not a snob but i was like oh i'm about to well actually so many people um (laughs) because another thing they talked about and this is something that i thought of in this book too um is that we usually misnomer we misrefer to our vaginas all the time everybody talks about like the whole thing as the vagina when that's just just the whole just the whole but again it's like because the only thing that's supposed to be important is the part that involves a dick right what would you call like the re like your your groin but like the region, oh. like the whole, like, well, I mean like the clit, the lips, the genitals. I don't know. I mean, genitals. Well, that's- I used to think you peed out of your vagina for sure. Oh, I mean, like I think out we of all the did. whole. Well, also sometimes I still think we do. <laughs> I mean, I, there, there's a. I know what the number of holes is, but I'm like, I'll just take your word for it. Because- <laughs> like, I've, I've tried to look and like bend over, yeah. and I'm like, I don't see it, and I, I think it's just it coming either. out of the vag. I yeah, I've never seen it either. But <laughs> no, I'm not also looking <laughs> yeah. at your I'm, I'm just trusting at the 
beginning, by feel. <laughs> at the beginning of this Emily Nagoski book, that's like one of the things that she says. She's like, I want you to go take a mirror and like look at Ugh, your my worst nightmare. Vulva. I'm real good on that. I don't need. Uh, it's not that I don't like the way it looks. It's that I don't really like the like way I'm like hunched over a mirror with yeah. like my belly rolling yeah, it's over. Not, it's not. It doesn't have anything to do with the actual vagina. It's just like Maybe the angle a, you get in and like. If uh, I had a mirrored floor, I'd be like yeah. way more into that. Yeah, one hundred. Yeah. So if anyone has a mirrored floor, we could come over real quick, <laughs> snap some pics, examine our we vulva. Can, we could take a mirror and put it on the floor. I but I want to stand. <laughs> like I want to be right over there. That's so weird that you mentioned the pee in the vagina because this morning like. In my like early morning Google before I fall back to sleep, I was just like searching poo colors, mm-hmm. like as you do, and then I never heard of rectoseal. Have you heard of this? It's where your fucking butthole comes out of your vagina, like it's like prolapsed into oh whoa. and back out of and back out of. Yuck! Never heard of it. Thank God. <laughs> I, I mean, and again, so, no, afraid. Yeah. no judgment if you're. I think it's. I think it's like a rare thing. Yeah, that's uh, very that can, rare. Oh, actually, it says it's common. Um, but that's WebMD. I think that can also be like when you rip. I think they mix. There's like two. There's one where it like actually is like coming out from yeah. your vag area, and then I think the ripping that happens like co- during well, childbirth, during childbirth yeah. and whatnot, which is like zero judgment. That like yeah. totally zero happens. judgment for any of it. It's, yeah. That doesn't sound like it's more just like we, reading that language is like oh, like I didn't know that could happen, but yeah. I also didn't know we had internal clits or that the clit was more than one thing. Well, it's just until like today. little things where I was reading something. I think it was like a refinery 29 thing. And it was like everything you should know. It said something right. like, here's what you need to know to have a healthy like vagina. And I was like, you don't mean vagina. You mean vulva. We're not mm, talking about mm-hmm. the thing. You're talking about all of these other things. And the fact that we don't know that or that even like mm-hmm. uh, that that's not something that like publications say even she was like even your doctors are like walking around saying the wrong words a lot of time not because they don't know but because it's like just not um yeah patriarchy or whatever. Mm-hmm. yeah whoa yeah, yeah ever this is like a common vagina thing for me and i wonder if anyone else has this where it's not very often but sometimes i'll just like wake up maybe every like three months and i've like violently scratched my vag- like i've like itched it in my sleep to like <laughs> all hell where i'm like my fingers hurt my vagina my vulva hurt like the whole like flappy area is just i'm like what was i doing like i think i've definitely accidentally scratched um or like i don't know one time i had like an ingrown hair Ugh. Ugh. Don't talk to me about ingrown hairs. I I was tweezing in bed last night. <laughs> I get such bad ones. Mine helped a lot after laser hair removal. I know. That's what I've been told. I need to go back for more rounds, but it definitely got softer afterwards. It still grows. It's still there, but it's a it's much easier to manage. I went to a psychic who told me to put a rose quartz in my pillowcase, and I only have these like big chunks of rose quartz that aren't like really made for sleeping on. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? So I put in this zipper pillow, but then like I have lower back problems. So a lot of the time I will, if I can't sleep, I'll put a pillow between my legs. Oh yeah. And like lumbar. Just like woke up with this hard rock, like against my vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, what the fuck is that? Like, I'm like, ow, ow. Like it hurts. (laughs) I'm like squeezing the pillow in my nightmares. It wanted to find its way home. I'm like, rose quartz. It wanted to find its way back into the pink abyss. (laughs) Um, 
also since it's been I, I mean we've we've been busy we've been all around town cancer season's been like a thi- a beast of its own um and we've had guests and it's been fun we on that topic had an amazing fundraiser i don't think we've yes. actually like stated this i mean we had the episode up which was great listen to the live episode but we raised a thousand dollars for the Planned Parenthood of St. Louis, Missouri, Southwest Missouri. Um, and so for everyone that came, thank you so much. And it was great to meet you. Yeah, yes. So thank fun. you. Everyone that came, everyone that donated online too. That, too, that was yeah. awesome. Uh, but that it, just remind mm-hmm. like, that's just so, I mean, it was the first day of cancer season kicking it off and it was just a so fun. Hell yeah. It was and really then it's been busy as fuck. How is cancer season? Like everybody, how were we feeling? I started a new job and I don't know about it, but I am doing it. So that's cool. I also, I don't know. I feel like I've had like a lot of things happen and then I'm like so traumatized that I'm like, just pretend that you're fine and Mm. it's going well. It's disassociation season. Yeah. I don't know. It feels, it all feels very much like, uh, this is a, uh, a time like yeah. this is the thing to like you just kind of got to push through or like this isn't a time for any kind of like resolutions or answers or anything mm. it's just like whatever comes up just kind of be curious about it and be uh receptive to like the wisdom mm. of things but just be like yeah right now is probably just not going to be not to be like can't not like cancer season this specific well, I think right there's like now, Mercury, Marsy, the eclipsey. It's just like a heat. It's a very hot, heated, earthquakey kind of time. So yeah. everything's just like popping off. I did go to um, perform at uh, Space Camp and did yell at them because <laughs> I was like, why don't you have a sign for Pluto? And they're like, it's not a planet. Uh, like, yeah, but it's a dwarf planet and you have asteroids. I'm like, you have asteroids. Like, why right. Why would you take down a Pluto sign if you're going to have, like, Chiron and shit? Like, and, yeah, I did get in a fight with them. Good for you. Whatever. Defend and, that I mean, dwarf. Asking um, the tough questions. <laughs> they were like, I think people sometimes, especially because it's, like, it's a camp, space camp for, like, science stuff uh-huh and i think sometimes people think when i'm like oh yeah like astrology they think like you don't study it or you don't know like the technical terms mm-hmm. or whatever and so i think they were very surprised and i was like no but it's a dwarf planet like you could still have information about it it doesn't have to be like i'm like you have the moon that's not a planet like what right. are you doing here also like if we remember like no one was at that vote that day and it was very like yeah. hot topic discussion amongst the science community and i think we know a little bit more about the pluto conference than yo no, ass like, does they probably don't even they know. don't even they're know that like, that's why they did it yeah one day there's gonna be like a a movie called pluto <laughs> i can't gonna even be... really talk about it because I, like the person i got in this fight with told me they're gonna listen and uh, they're well, cancer so they're definitely listening to this episode listen put pluto back in yeah I'm, I mean, if you're going to have the moon and asteroids, like, come on. Or have, like, an RIP. Plu- like, let's show some respect. Yeah. Yes. Let's show some respect. It's still out there. Acknowledge that Pluto was once there. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Let's not erase our they were like, history. They were like, it doesn't do anything. I was like, it oh, does a lot of stuff. It, it, <laughs> oh, wow. Famous last word. <laughs> Sounds like someone's about to get smited by Pluto. <laughs> oh, it does almost everything and then becomes nothing and everything again. Wow. But, yeah. but, yes, we were okay. earthquaking. Yeah, oh. shaking. How are you? What were you? Yeah. Have you been? Oh, yeah, you, you have were... you been in one yet? Ugh, not one like that. Not like a real shit shaker. I've had like three like 
were, is that a truck? Like, so like nothing. But I had the one, it was on the 4th of July, and I was like in lingerie at home, which was like probably for the best. Um, but I did call it like 10 seconds before it happened, which was really weird. But I'm also always afraid of them. So I'm, I think I'm always just calling them every 10 seconds before they <laughs> happen. So it's not that special. Um, I did like hyperventilate breathing, but I think I'm a little, I can feel the drama in my head. Like I have to like perform it a little or like, cause in a way it's like a jinxing of like, <sighs> and then it's like, oh, it's done. Okay. I've like got over, I don't know. I don't want to be that person that's like, it's fine. Just stay seated. Like I want to be like, no, we must like do stop, drop and get under shit. And then the second I was at Dodger Stadium, which was like, I couldn't enjoy the game after that happened. Sure. Every family around me was like having a good time doing the wave, totally relaxed. I like never cared about being at a Dodgers game so little until after that. I was like, I don't care. They can like, and they did lose. I've ne- like only seen them lose once. And I was like, just get the fireworks on. And, like, I want to go home and like. It just shakes your nerves up, like, and you can't come down, or at least I can't come down. Did you see the footage? Yeah, from yeah, Dodgers. Yeah, so that was on at the bar where I was working, uh, and like everyone, I think that was what people noticed first because it was what people were watching. Yeah, and then everyone started. Oh, being like, people what? saw and then it. All the lanterns were like going back and forth, but like I was surprised no bottles fell off. Like it was like our structure is pretty sturdy. Definitely. Yeah, nothing fell down here. My chandelier swung, but I was in just a robe. I was cooking. I had like the oven and the stove on. Oh, that's scary. Which that was what scared me. Yeah. The, Um, like the logistics of fire and gas and electricity, that sort of thing. And then, but I'm sorry. I'm that person that's like, just ride it out. man. I mean, when when it's part of your life growing up, it's not a, it'd be, it'd be weird if you existed every day in anxiety being a native Californian. Some people do. Some people still are super nervous about it. And, I don't I think I'm I just got real used to it it's still I still don't like it and there's still a part of me that's like it's not a fun feeling but it was like okay I'm glad I like felt what like one of the worst ones will feel like and of course if anything's at an epicenter near us that will devastate us but also like I don't know then you just get on like I think the news like every single one of my family members called me and I was like it's okay you man (laughs) I feel like everyone is like they hate California so much. They're like, that's the price you pay for uh, living there. But see, and these like, are the you're a horrible person. These are the family members who like mark themselves safe at like in tragedies. They're like 80 miles away. Like they're just like so into the like, <gasps> I heard like even when like shootings ha- and it's like I heard a shooting happen in San Diego and it's like, well, I'm. I don't live there, but you, I don't, it's yeah, just like yeah. internet Facebooky yeah. broken brain syndrome. Um, but then just reading like real stuff from like seismologists is like, oh yeah, like earthquakes are like very rare. Your chance of actually dying one is very low. People die when they get hit by like debris yeah. that falls down. Uh, like, or when you can't get medical care or whatever. It's like, or like you're things. out of water and you're yeah. out of food. I mean, Pablo was a baby during the big 94 one. He said like most of the people died who lived in one complex that was not safe and they all like that was the one complex yeah. that went down and then they all died. Someone so, died when they're like going off the freeway, but it was like again like on a big freeway overpass and they weren't mm-hmm. earthquake proof the way that they are now. I mean not proof, I don't want to say that yeah, knock yeah. on wood, but like the reinforced were set up. I lived right by where that like the freeway the big, thing collapsed. Oh god. Um cuz we're pretty close to Northridge, so I felt it my house was like okay but i remember like i remember going to neighbors houses and 
It was actually fun. It was like not like going to houses, but it was like, oh, let's see see how bad it is. But it was yeah. like everything from your kitchen, all like all the stuff in the cupboards, just like so food and glass and shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, people's like chimneys falling down. But because of that, everybody like camped outside uh, for like the first few days. Yeah. So it was like a fun neighborhood. Like, ooh, we're sleeping outside. And then we slept in our neighbor's van. Whoa. They had like a like a 70s like a you know a van you want to when you sleep go in. when you go to the drive-in movie theater or whatever, like a burnout van yeah um and, but we we would sleep in that we slept in that for like a week i saw some of the ridgecrest people were like brought their mattresses where ridgecrest is where the epicenter was and that they brought their mattresses outside to sleep just because after having two insane earthquakes in a row and then a bunch of aftershocks they're like i just don't want to like be around it's the shaking is so dramatic it's like your house is haunted you're just mm-hmm. like whoa this is what it's like, loud it's loud the, it feels haunted the ghosts like it's just like a lot my yeah. friend my old roommate blake wilding was like i want to have a party every year that <laughs> Where you eat your earthquake supply kit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that you can replenish it yes. every year. I will say, check your expiration dates. I did notice that our raviolis were expiring next year, and I was like, can't wait to bust these out of the bag uh, and get them, get a microwaved baby. Uh, but then also, you see, like, I don't know, like today I saw like New Orleans was like fucking flooding and like a hurricane's about to hit for like every year. So I'm like, oh yeah, like. Every region has their shit, and honestly, some regions get hit all the time with the same shit that's, like, seeing that much flood water is, like, insane to me. It's something I don't know if I could handle or, like, want to know how to deal with. Uh, what is, te- what's, like, El Paso, Texas, like, what's the main, like, weather killer? Um, I don't think we have much. We're protected by mountains, so tornadoes are not really an issue. That's nice. Um, we did have... When I was in high school, a really bad flood that was, and it's a river that's normally dry. So if you get a lot of rain, it can overflow really easily. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it's a desert city, so it's not really made for rain. Um, So I think that was really dangerous. I don't know if there's any other natural disasters that happen yeah. there. I guess the desert stays pretty like. Just like heat wave. Yeah, I mean heat, but it's. It's not as hot as Arizona or even like Death Valley or yeah know, so yeah. Oh. It's pretty mild, I think. Um, crime? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just true. good old fashioned crime. That's true. Oh, well, I just it is so interesting. Like the the way that you do it is just kind of like yeah, just make sure like cover your head and wait for it to stop because it's like the fucking ground's moving there isn't really anything you can do to mm-hmm. uh, have shoes nearby well, i mean yeah those one, things but, but i mean like in terms of uh you know if it happens yeah it's like there isn't anything you can do mm-hmm. except just like wait it out and then see what the damage like it's the earth is moving and which it, i think is very representative like, of this yeah season of the crab of the eclipses is just like what and what you were saying is like oh what is handed to me today okay literally not what i expected so i guess i need to find a workaround or like just come at this differently than how i plan to like go about my business and go about my day because i'm sure the people in ridgecrest were like cool i thought i was just gonna go to a barbecue today now now my pool water jumped out Yep. <laughs> now like, the library is flipped upside down. Intra- yeah. I mean, those places where it's like bottles or like books is always where you're like, oh, there they yeah. going to be. I also messy. think it's interesting the side to side aspect. 
mm-hmm. where it's like that same kind of like shaking, vibrating, like, and I know they're like two different kinds, right? Rolling and then the mm-hmm. shaking ones. But I think that's kind of representative of like crab life too. Oh, oh hell yeah. Oh, oh, definitely with the crab yeah, life. Yeah, I mean, that's as good a segue as I <laughs> uh, Today, it's your turn, Cancer. Yes. We're talking about you. Hello. Cancer. Cancer. I know sweeties. we talk about you a lot. Uh, you know, I feel like I've maybe, I don't want to say I've been too hard on Cancers because I feel like everything... My criticisms are are valid. Mm-hmm. However, I do feel like people say to me a lot, like, "Oh no, you hate cancer!" Like, they'll oh. be, or they'll be like, "Oh, this is during cancers. You hate cancer, right?" And I'm like, "No, I'm no, you don't." Then you're also not paying attention because I've specifically said I have issues with cis het cancer men. Yeah, they can not, be. Ca- not even cancer, the the concept. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, past guest Eli Olsberg, um, <laughs> I ran into him at a party and it was Gemini season and it was a friend's birthday. And after we sang happy birthday, I did yell out Gemini and he was like, yeah, Gemini season. Thank God. The last one. And I was like, just finish. Uh-huh. I'm like, I already know what you're going to say. He's like, I fucking hated Taurus season. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, it's okay. Like, like I don't. I'm not offended. Like, I understand. Like, some things fuel other people differently. I think the senses come into play differently. Um, some like some Taurus seasons. I'm sure are great for him. Yeah, yeah, this year wasn't one of them. I'm, and I think I've mentioned this on the previous like Zodiacy themes episode. At least for me, like I feel like June as a whole was like super like in a way just non-challenging and really easy and breezy and fun um so I'm, I'm just really noticing like the like month or deacon decan switching like i feel like i can't like say speak of cancer as a whole because the beginning of cancer season was just very like jubilant and like midsummer and like friends and family and like weddings and like very like fun things and now it's time to like get to it and then let's get to getting to it in a cancer operating a cancer way is just like oh i didn't what happened to like all that fun we just oh okay i have to like i have to like balance it and reflect it and like reverse it which i think just feels jarring during a time that's like really emotionally charged on top of retrograde eclipsy marsy energy i think i've had a similar but opposite um like approach to it where i did have free time and I was, but I wasn't doing well. Like, uh, uh-huh. and then now I'm like, oh, I have so much to do. And I'm like, it's actually helping me get out of my shit a little bit because yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, like I don't have time to like sit here and worry about what might happen or be upset. So I'm like, I just have to like f- buckle down. Agreed. Yeah. I, I definitely feel that. And it's, I think it's been, it's like exciting almost. I feel, um, because, or at least for me, mm-hmm. um, because it is like, oh, I'm going to have to deal with whatever happens like this. I, I can tell that this is a time where it's like, oh, yeah, no, this is the time to like uh, not not avoid things or whatever, because similar to what Lisa said, there's like not time. But also it's like, oh, yeah, this also feels like such a a charged time that to avoid things seems like you're just ignoring all of the signs count like to the contrary. Right. So it's like, this is, this is not the time to like go about business as usual. I don't mean to like make huge life changes by any means, but I mean like the normally I would, you know, 
just I'm thinking more like in an emotional context where it's like instead of going down some spiral about like oh I always do this and I blah 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 I'm like oh that's interesting I do this thing what I wonder where that comes from is right. it like let me sit with that for a second and kind of be like hmm oh okay I notice when this when a happens I respond like B mm-hmm. and I don't think I like that I respond that way so now I'm aware that in these scenarios I need to like remember this moment and Mm -hmm. do a C thing because I don't want to keep continuing this pattern yeah I think too and we touched a lot on our mercury retrograde episode I think since cancer season is like a halfway point in the year um and it's like a return to cardinal energy and it's like just like I think people think that cancers are you know the tropes you're emotional crybabies who are blah 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 weak like it's all these like negative connotations but i think cancers can be some of the most confrontational people um when it's time um just like boiling a crab it's like they're not gonna like do it like until they're turned red and also like i think that can be like the downfall of cancers is like sometimes they wait till like they see red and then it's just like full pinchers ahead but i think if they know to like just deal with it as it comes and just go like hey person the way you said that to me i don't appreciate that like from now on like don't no offense i don't appreciate it like and they can get their point across that's like relatable and understandable yeah that's like hey like respect me that's all I need. And, and then, then it's like, oh, let they it, heard. Then to let it go so they can actually move forward. See, that's too. the hard I think part. That's the other thing. <laughs> and that's the hard part, I think, in, sometimes with the cancers. In Colin Bedell's book, when he describes cancer, he talks about that meme with the crab with the knife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like a really Icon. good representation yeah. because they're like, he's like, they're fierce. They're not like, they're not afraid. They're not weak. They're not backing off. They're sitting they're waiting yeah until like the moment comes to stab Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's like they're fierce people they're not like i mean i don't know i I i've like seen cancer people in fight mode and it's like very scary yeah we can't forget it's a cardinal sign Yeah. yeah so it still is is not uh i don't remember where i heard this but um some it was some discussion about about cancers and the idea that like cancers are very self-possessed self-starting people and Mm -hmm. the idea i mean we'll get get more into it in just a second but the idea of even like uh crabs carry their home on their back they don't need fucking anybody they're ready to go at any at a moment's notice Mm -hmm. and like i have everything i need and let's go it's all and also like I'm protecting everything I have at all times because I'm ready to fucking fu- like I got my knife up because I have everything mm-hmm. on me also. And I think whether it's like their home or like the things they like or the job that they have or like just like their identity, basically, like the shell containing everything that they represent. It's like they're like not like they're going to hear you. I, I don't know. I think it's just that sitting and just while everyone's being like a loud pack of idiot bitches is just sitting and watching me like, wow, I can't even cool guy. Like it's like that person that's like recording, like your guys are really cool. I see how like awesome you are, but no, but not even having to make a comment on it until someone comes at them. Like, well, why aren't you? It's like, because this ABC and D and also back the fuck off from me. I know that not everyone likes the lobster analogy. And while I do think cancer is a crab, I kind of do like a lobster, a shellfish in general. 
um, because I don't know if you guys know, and I don't know if I've said this before on here, um, lobsters are immortal, and I think that's <laughs> the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> they can't die. They literally can't die unless they're killed or they get disease. They live forever? They live until they live. Like, they're, they can't die. They, really? They don't die of natural causes, I should say. They can die. Yes. But they don't die of natural causes, and it's because of, like, some certain kind of exoskeleton they have. I don't know. I read a lot of, like, stupid nature Whoa. stuff. But... I think that's like a very interesting analogy to this like home protection, mm-hmm. um, this like very specific style of exoskeleton. I mean, they crabs grow their legs back too. That's freaky. I mean, and crabs are delicious and lobsters. Oh, yeah. and, and what's cool is hard on the outside and like sweet mm-hmm. on the inside. And interesting too that I feel like they're just this thing that was there that was like this like nothing sea bug and then everyone's like no this is a delicacy oh, and it's yeah, like oh yes yes we all agree in prisons mm-hmm. well i as with all of the signs that we've done have been i've also been really trying to appreciate cancer as of late because i know that it's my polarity in my moon sign mm-hmm. and anything anything that you just like have a super strong reaction to you're like what right. why so really kind of trying to embrace cancer energy but i loved um you know i went to soldout.org uh, and let me read you two quotes yes quickly, please because i loved this idea of like i've been super into like astrology equations mm-hmm. too that i've been kind of making up myself but in in this one i love the idea of like kind of similar to like the lines of the tarot how there's like lines of the zodiac mm-hmm. and they go through it's like once you've gone through each uh, you know, each element cycle or whatever, yeah. and then you start again, and it's the next thing. Um, but cancer being like the culmination of like Aries plus Taurus plus Gemini equals cancer. Ah. Um, and so that's so. Here's the 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 quotes from soldout.org. Um, cancer is the last of what we might call the four preparatory signs. Whether we are considering the involution of the soul in matter or the evolution of the aspirant as he struggles out of the human in, into the spiritual kingdom. Being equipped with the faculty of mind in Aries and with desire in Taurus and having arrived at the realization of his essential duality in Gemini, the incarnating human being enters through birth in cancer into the human kingdom. Whoa. Isn't that nice? That. And then they also said about the, the symbol, which is the crab, which we've been referring to. Um, the crab lives half on earth and half in the water. Uh, in the sign, therefore, uh, it's the sign, therefore, of the soul dwelling in the physical body, but predominantly living in the water, which is a symbol of the emotional feeling nature. So like the the essence of cancer is that like human emotion and human form. And how do we like uh do both of those things like you can't you can't live just in the water sometimes you have to be on land Mm -hmm. in there or i yeah and i think that's interesting i like this idea of like the equation and we've i think we've talked about this with like just the sign progressions of seeing like the little bits of traits like brought into all these signs um but that just cancer can be this creative dreamy you know water sign but also like every cancer i know like shows up is on time does the work um they can leave their house. I'm like, I think the crying all the time and the can't leave their house tropes are just like 
too like easy. it's like the Virgo cleaning it's like okay like every cancer like the cancers leave their we know cancers yeah. they've left their home before they just also need a good reason to do it and also they're not afraid to like be like you know what actually this week was hard and I know we had planned Saturday but I'm giving you three days notice and I'm like actually gonna stay in and it's like cool I respect that and also I appreciate that and I wanted to stay in too so I think um I don't know like I like that they have a a dream world and physical presence kind of like what you're saying where you don't feel like who like like you're never really going to get them I think cancers you can get if they want to choose to let you into their little shell and shell circle this is something I just thought of so if it's way off base um (laughs) please you know at me um but I had not really thought about the progression of signs before in regards to the elements. And so I do think it's interesting that um, fire comes before earth because like, I think scientifically now we understand that like the big bang and like out of fire was born our planet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't think that back then they knew had that knowledge. Yeah. So I think that's very interesting. Yeah. And I also think that like, the idea that like i don't know hydrogen and oxygen make water and so it's like first fire brought us earth and then like air brought us water because mm-hmm. it's like whatever gemini to cancer i don't know if that's uh, a little too a little too wacky but no i think that that totally fits and it's just more evidence of like even even if that's not necessarily in an astrology book it's just evidence to me all the time of like oh these things make sense on a bunch of different levels so even if you're not like oh the the stars or this is the planets it's like oh no but these archetypes fit exactly for what you're saying and And if you think about the way like the you know the element the uh like cardinal mutable fixed thing too where it's like okay like aries is cardinal fire so we needed like the big bang but then now that we've made water we just want to keep it steady we don't want to like boil it or whatever so that's leo fixed fire next but we do need like uh we need to change the earth and then we need like new new air to make new water whatever like that you know what i mean yeah so it's like all of these things of like oh everything needs each other and then at the end pisces being like okay now we need to like figure out how to get rid of water so we can start a new starting fire Mm -hmm. yeah i think even to like the numbers and glyphy things um like since it's the fourth sign um you know the 69 of the crab uh, you know which is very fun uh a lot of like the talk about the glyphs was like oh well obviously it's just like the crab arms uh some people are like astrochins are saying like it's the matronly breasts Breasts. like floating in space um but also like i was seeing some things about it since cancer is the moon sign and ruled by the moon that it's the two like it's the full and the noon moon and then the two slivers are like the waning and waxing crescent so it's like it's like that four major moon phases like Mm -hmm. all built into one symbol and then also like four is like this very like sturdy home structural number that like kind of resembles like a house in a lot of ways so i feel like there's so much there that I'm like, was this planned? I mean, it had to, like, it had to have been. Like, what else yeah. were you doing all day back in the day? I've also heard that it's the pincers. Right. Like, it's yeah. a little, like, claw, um, this the claw is, things. This is the wildest one. Soulout.org, <laughs> what, wild out on cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, spoiler alert, it's the shortest labor. 
but there was oh. like a lot. This was like a dense one. Um, uh, apologies if this is like triggering for anyone. I am going to talk about some Christian uh, imagery and stuff, but like they were talking about how uh he kept referring to like the cancer Capricorn axis is like these like kind of Christ consciousness gateway things where it's like cancer is the first one. Uh, and then Capricorn is like the gate cancer is like the gateway to the earth. And then Capricorn is like the gateway to the heavens. Uh huh. Um, but one of the things that they said was that like Jesus was really born in cancer season in terms of like these gates, because it would be like the, the, uh, like the opposite Yeah where it would be like oh he would be Ascending into the heavens after Having a human experience so one of The things that they said that the Glyph is is Actually like a Manger baby in the manger oh. Or two asses Tails <laughs> representing Donkeys in the like Manger area so I don't know if I don't Necessarily believe that that's true but I did think it was interesting the uh, These ideas again of like cyclical progressions yeah and that idea it fits with the hercules labor so it's uh-huh. not it's not just i don't mean to just bring up judeo-christian ideas about it but um the idea of like oh there's been like a lot of just like a lot of things that that glyph could be yeah and i like that- i saw some other thing too that since like a lot of cancer traits are like this kind of transformative regener- regeneration like like a crab like that it's even since it's one of these glyphs that are kind of mirrored it's like this idea that you have to be the like be yourself but also if you need to change like the other like it's being both it's just like the the duality symbol mm-hmm. so there was a lot well, besides- it's like I- pisces fish yeah. but in a in the pisces glyph we see where it's like the the boundaries have been yeah. gotten rid of but in cancer it's that same idea of like as above so below but we still see a physical separation because we're talking about the physical earth mm-hmm. not the spirit realm not the not the like ethereal, ethereal realm, everything yeah. is bound together this is like the first thing of like oh we're this is our first toe dipped into the realm of spirit and emotion and intuition and all of that. Yeah. I also always like to look at Wikipedia because, um, they often have pop culture stuff for mm-hmm. the signs, which is hard to find otherwise because I think astrologers don't like when things aren't correct or, mm-hmm. you right. Know, um, we, we take risk <laughs> over here. We're a little messy. So, but it didn't have much, um, in regards to cancer, except for, for some reason, I found all of these works of art that depict oh, cancer. The art in the wiki page was really pretty. And all of them, almost all of them, are full like zodiac stuff. So, like, the one that it's shown is the cancer one, but there's one for each. And then I had to like Google and see, like, where is this art? But it's like some Italian castle that has the Hall of the Zodiac. Um, divined by Giovanni Maria Falconetto. And so there's one for each of the 12. In that one, um, Cancer is the guardian of the city of Verona. Oh. And it's depicted as male, um, which often in astrology is referred to as feminine receptive. Mm -hmm. Um, Mothers. But I think it's interesting that to even have like both. Um, 
The other one is one that was really hard to find. View of Rimini under the sign of cancer. And if you look it up, it's often depicted upside down because the the crab is like above. So I think they're drawing the constellation looking down on the ocean. Mm -hmm. But since people... like think it's a crab on the shore they like flip the photo upside down oh so that's kind of interesting okay i found something kind of random for cancer too well it's not too random it's just literally intriguing it's literally cancer like why cancer is cancer uh so the first time cancer like like the cells wherever the first recorded case of cancer was traced back to this is from cancerfilms.org um do with it what you will um was from the year 2500 bc an egyptian physician i think emotap uh found a bulging mass in the breast which is interesting a la cancer ruling all the breasts and everything old emotap is the name of the the mummy mummy. (laughs) really (laughs) the original mummy emotap i-m-h-o-t-e-p Mm-hmm. Oh well, wow! Not a Fraser head over here. Oh, sorry, not not so much. But so they like recorded that, and then in 400 BC, there's a Greek physician, Hippocrates, uh, who of, found of the oath of the yeah Hippocratic oath fame totes, and then he found a mass of cancer cells and called it carkinos, the Greek word for crab. And it was basically people thought like he probably felt it and was like, oh, it's like a crab. It's like a hard lump that dug itself into the body like a crab Uh, in the sand. So it was named after the whole crab imagery. So so that's the carca I was talking about. That's the carca. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I was like Easter egg. I knew like a carca (laughs) is coming up sometime soon. But I think that was interesting because I think cancer too, since it's such an Eeyore like it's so sad and it's also cancer. It's like, well, like cancer named itself kind of like after it later. So like. I know it's sad. It can be triggering and like cancer's not fun, but I think we can reclaim cancer in the Zodiac kingdom. Mm-hmm. They're just crab. They're just crab sharers. Yeah. Um, let's go through just quickly. Here's some, you know, speed, the, stats. The, the stats, cancer stats. Um, dates are around July 21st to July 23rd. Again, that depends. June 21st. Oh, sorry. I'm June 21st. You're right. As brought up with Mercury. the Lana Del Rey uh, oh, drama. Man. I knew she was a cancer. I mean, she's such a cancer to I me. I knew it. What? I feel like Gem- it was wishful Gemini thinking. <laughs> to get the necklace no, with everything. No way. Yeah. Um, June 21st to July 23rd. Uh, again, that is a general one. It depends on. Based on your time. Yeah, each each year. Uh, it is a water sign. It's a cardinal sign. Uh, the glyph, as we've mentioned, is the 69, but turn sideways uh, like all 69s. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> it's hard to do. if I'm doing it. Standing, a standing I like it. 69. What's the, the way it's not supposed to be? Girl on top. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what mine <laughs> Oh, that's the only way I 69. You mean guy on top? Yeah, guy on top. Guy on top. Oh, yeah, I do. I do do whatever's the weirdest way. (laughs) I haven't done it in that long. I don't even know. I mean, I'll do it that way too. I'll do it every way. I mean, yeah, whatever. Standing's hard. You need like I feel like a standing. You would need like a vest. I don't get that headstand going. You would need like an anneal. I don't know if that even. I feel like you'd have to do like a. You would need that chair that flips you upside down, like for blood, like your blood flow to your head. You know, like those things you strap your feet in. Seen those yoga Instagram things where you buy the aerial thing yeah it would be like that because you could put your yeah Yeah, your feet you could bend your your feet yeah you need a spot all right well (laughs) the 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 glyph is 
me doing that with that aerial yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which we mentioned uh, as representative of crab claws, the breasts, the uh, lunar cycle, which are, pick which one you like the best. Uh, the symbol is a crab. Uh, the body part that it rules are the breasts and stomach, but also any like uh, mucus membrane. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. Parts of your body, so like your sinuses, or like that's why it's like that's the stun- walls. Your, yeah. yeah, the linings. Yeah, anything Discharge. that's charge. But it's again thinking of it as like protective shell. Yeah, or whatever. Where it, that one that fits a lot, I think. Damn. Uh, associated with the fourth house, so home, stability, family, mm-hmm. all of that. Uh, ruler is the moon. Uh, the tarot card is the chariot wait which we've mentioned what we talked about that with Lindsay briefly uh but again i read a lot about this because i liked this like astrology equation uh and the chariot is all about you know forward motion but there's all of these other you know symbolic things in that card Mm -hmm. but it's like the to me again like thinking of it as the culmination of aries taurus and gemini fit because it's like a warrior riding on something with the sphinxes the I like duality like the cavalry is coming which is like the same thing yeah. as like when mom comes to fight your battle at school you know like yeah when you like know that you did something wrong but mom still comes to be like no that teacher shouldn't have you yeah know what i mean it, i kept thinking of it as like an astrological like transformer like the when they all go together mm-hmm, or like yeah. the power rangers that's yeah, what they yeah. like when it's like Aries, Taurus, Gemini, <laughs> assemble. And then the answer is like in the middle because it's, you know, you first have the emperor just by himself. Uh-huh. And then Taurus, I forget what the Taurus card is. Uh, but it's like the idea of having like now, now you have like the person, the machinery, and these two things all moving forward. Plus you have like the moon on the chariot riders outfit and the stars above them kind of suggesting that like spiritual component too and the river behind the chariot that's like oh you're in the flow but i think of it too is just like all of that like you said like the power all of the power at your disposal coming coming forward to push you push you through i love the chariot i for, i mean you that's think it's, you think it's the moon card right because it's like the moon but it's a fucking chariot. chariot except there is a little uh crabby lobster creature in the moon card because you gotta Mm. gotta have a shout out there i also have the book understanding astrology which is you know from the 70s but one of the things i found really interesting in here was that uh which something i never really thought about but i think makes sense um rather than submit to the inconvenience of being ill oh they would prefer to swallow pills every day hoping to keep sickness at bay which I think is interesting. Also, um, they want something to live for. Yeah. I mean, that that makes sense. Amen. Amen, mama. I see that. Also, um, yeah, cancers can trudge through. Like, if they have something they really want to do, like a hangover will not stop them from doing said thing. Or they'll work around those, like ailments just like mm-hmm. to make sure everything's like lined up perfectly there's like a little bit of the perfectionism i think in the yeah. in and the I cancer think, like, uh commitment and dedication and all of those things too i mean that's something that can sometimes be maybe a a potential problem area for cancers is like knowing when to give something up knowing when to let go mm-hmm. uh yeah in all senses uh 
and I think also clinging to what's uh, familiar too. So I think a lot of things like that kind of classic thing of like, oh, well, being in pain is more familiar to you, even though it might be uncomfortable, you are familiar with that kind of uncomfortable as opposed to this other kind of thing, which even though it might be better is still unfamiliar. So that idea of like, you know, sticking, sticking to what, you know, even if it's like, you know, I know, I know what it's like to fe- be hung over and go to this thing, but I don't know what it's like to disappoint someone by saying I'm hung over and I need to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. I think too the clinging sometimes, um, just in the cancer people I know and, and in the cancer and me is very much like the clinging onto the people or things, but also like, well, I want to cling onto you until you've learned your lesson. Like, I think there can be sometimes it's like, no, like I can't let this person out. Cause like I need the, I need everyone to know how much they suck now. Like it's like taking back that like power when it's like there's so much power in letting go mm-hmm. and like just letting people like disappear and not having to like see what they're up to. And it's like, God, I want to DM their mom. I'm like really talking from my cancer Mars placement. I'm just like, <laughs> I want to like secretly destroy your life, but I should just like, it's, de- it's never worth it. Yeah. And I think too, just in cancer traits, I think the emotional aspect, cause I've talked to like cancers who are like, I don't cry all the time. Like I like, I'm like, I feel like I'm a normal emotional person, but I think when it comes to that, I feel like it means for the cancers I know, uh, just so much like of caring just about emotions in general. Like I feel like they're the people that can see if someone in the room is like not Sad. talking to people yeah. Or, like, just, like, I feel like there's just a balancing of emotions that can happen. And I don't think it has to necessarily be an extreme of emotions. It's just, like, really connecting with people on emotional level, even if it's just superficial. Like, hey, you're not talking to me. Like, who are you? Like, I'm this I'm this person. It's like, oh, my God, thanks. Like, I didn't know anybody here. And it's, like, those little, like, gestures of, like, so, which is social, which is ge- very the Gemini equation of it all is, like, really inclusive. And I think that's what I, like, really love about cancers. And I think the emotional side is just, like, really blown out there and I know there's cancers that love to cry and really lean into the imagery and the Ariana Grande-ness of it all but I think if that doesn't relate to you I wonder if that might feel more connective to you. I also know that in previous episodes we've talked about like the idea of cancer being the person where it's like I know you yeah, and you're like oh I don't know you or whatever but I think sometimes um, that gets put on them because people feel comfortable with them Mm -hmm. immediately so they're like i'm sad let me tell you about all my sad and then they're like that person's always sad but it's like no you're always sad when you're around them it's like that like reflection thing where it's like you they're not sad like you're the one that's bringing some of that to them well and thinking about it in the in the like equation terms too i think that cancer can people feel like that around cancer because they are this like culmination of all the facets of being a human Mm -hmm. and so it's like they know of course they're emotional because they've learned they like know the other things it's like not they don't deny that that existence right whereas i think that not not to say that the signs prior to them aren't emotional of course we all have emotions and all that but i think a lot of signs are like the, the it's like emotionally it. intelligent or well, something. Yeah, or like the lesson is figuring out a different facet of being a human, not the emotional facet. Right. So it's like Gemini is the intellect and uh, like and thoughts and communicating communicating what's in your mind and those things. So it's like, yeah, like 
cancer's focus is to is to integrate all of that into like a soul yeah and i think people can underestimate underestimate them because of that too i think it's like they think they're easy or like this and it's like no they're like they're being nice and like tolerating you but like don't um take that take advantage of that because they're gonna like it's gonna come back and you're gonna be like oh i didn't know you're like this and it's like well you made me be so awesome you guys we should go on a game show where like have you ever played the game taboo yes i feel yes. like we have a level of shorthand where we could dominate that game and we should hustle oh, people we for that money should. okay I'm, i love I'm, games I'm uh i love taboo <laughs> when you have a shorthand with people too yeah, like it's the can, most fun wait, what is Taboo is when you can't say the word. Oh, or, I'm so you have or to like give, a list of other words. Yeah, I'm and you so can't good. say like the obvious one. So if it was like mac but and cheese, you couldn't say like pasta. But you, you couldn't could say cheddar. Like, is it one? Is it I one word? Say, I could say like you went to a vegan festival for yeah, this. You could say you that. Oh, it. could I say I got the blues? I mean, yeah. it might be on there. Like no, you probably couldn't say craft. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or like the cheesiest or something. But you can say a sentence. You can say a sentence. Oh, I love that. You can give hints like. Uh, but I feel like we could really um, hustle people out of money. Somehow. Yeah, is there a yes. taboo circle we can get into? <laughs> Let us know. DM Ooh, us. That's a fu- I just got an idea. Um, okay, so quickly before I get into the labor, Ooh, uh, labor, because it's not the labor does not have anything to do with the crab, okay. but what cancer is called the crab, and Greeks say that this the cancer crab is the crab that was sent by with Hera the- to bite Hercules during his fight with. During the Taurus one, right? Uh, the Hydra battle. Yes. And then... Yes, which I believe is the Taurus labor. And then uh, we also meet this crab again is like the Achilles heel. Is like the same idea of like that. And then soldout.org one more time. <laughs> uh, this is an interesting way of expressing the liabilities of the incarnation process and of in- illustrating the handicaps which beset the soul as it travels along the path of evolution. It symbolizes the limitations of all physical incarnation for cancer is one of the two great gates of the Zodiac. That's that's what I was talking about. That is the gate into the world of forms into physical incarnation and the sign wherein the duality of form and soul is unified in the physical body. Damn. And Capricorn is the other gate. Capricorn is the other where you have like you've finished the physical uh, things and now you are ready to like ascend into the spiritual realm. Damn. I know. Um, all right. So this labor, like I said, the shortest. Um, here's how it went down. Uh, the Hercules, cancer could not be bothered. Yeah. No. Hercules has finished his his Gemini labor, and uh, they the gods are like deciding what test to give him next. Mm-hmm. And the the main god is basically like, I want to give him something where he has to like discern from all of these other traits that he's learned from the labors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, this needs to be a thing where he learns to like use those things at his own discretion and create this new skill that he can ponder like from this. Mm-hmm. So the, the challenge was to go and like capture this doe, a deer, a female deer, um, <laughs> uh, and he sees this doe and Artemis, who is the moon, uh, says, oh, that doe's mine. Like, uh, get it for me or like protect it for me. Mm-hmm. And then Diana, who's like the goddess of the hunt, she was like, no, that's mine. And then Apollo, the sun god, was also like, no, that's mine. It belongs in my like temple. 
Mm-hmm. And so basically they're the like, deer. yes, this deer. So basically like the moon's like, that belongs to me. It belongs out like under the moon. And then the hunter, Diana is like, no, it belongs to me. I need to like hunt it. That's mine. Mm-hmm. And then Apollo is like, nah, belongs in here in the, in the sun God shrine. And so basically it's up to Hercules to decide who is the, who is the owner rightful owner of of the deer and he and spends a year following this deer because it also like every time he kind of gets close it it runs away and he loses it in the woods and so he has to kind of track it and and follow its its steps and then find it by a by you know drinking in a pool mm-hmm. quietly but then you know he does that thing where he steps on the stick and it breaks and the deer uh, runs away so I hate that and all the while that happens so much. <laughs> all the while both of these diana and artemis are chirp chirp chirping in his mind being like this belongs to me get it for me and you know use my technique to get it and then the other one's like use my thing to get it and apollo's still like hey man belongs with me don't listen to these other two it belongs in the the shrine or whatever. And eventually he's like, you know what? I believe of Apollo. It belongs there. So he like captures the deer and holds it close to his chest. Cute. His heart is like super excited. And he brings it to the shrine and leaves it there. And um, he kind of is like, oh, the deer belongs to me because like I found it and I got it here and I cared for it and I whatever. But. Basically, the the sun god Apollo is like, nah, it belongs here, and it's not anyone. And it's because he's like, I used this thing and I used that thing to get it, and so it, like, it's absolutely mine. But they're like, nah, you gotta leave it, and you can keep come coming to like see it, but it it's here for everybody. Uh, so then he goes back to the the god who's sent him out on the challenges, and he's like, I did this, I brought it in, and he's like, great. He's like, now think about you know, your lesson and Hercules kind of like looks out over a field where he had been at the beginning of this to like see the doe up on the hill. And after he said, I've completed this, he looks back out on on that same field and sees that there is a doe at the top of the hill again. And he's like, what gives? I did this. Yeah. You know, and then Apollo's like, yeah, man, that's the lesson. Like, you got to kind of like keep doing this. This is like the uh, cyclical thing over and over. Like, it's not yours. It's this is like the the being a human thing. This is what it is to be like just because you get one soul. achievement doesn't mean you're done trying anymore. Yeah. And it's not just for you either. It's mm-hmm. like it's for everybody. And it's you're not doing this because you get to keep the dough or that you return it to one person or that thing. It's mm-hmm. so it is in this in this temple for everyone forever. That is very cancer and very cute and also the stepping on the stick and making the deer <laughs> run away remind me just so many people shared this today and i had to like had to get the exact verbiage but everyone was sharing this article today. it was a missouri man arrested after enormous fart gives away his location to the police <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you guys i was at the bar and i was there were no customers and i was texting and I farted the most disgusting fart in the <laughs> entire world. Yes. And I looked up and someone's like, can I get a drink? I'm oh. waiting to order. <laughs> like the smelliest, loudest fart ever. I was mortified. Like, uh, can I get you? Oh, oh my God. That I was so, so embarrassed. Uh, was that's like, the funniest thing that could like, ever happen. So <laughs> red, just like 
beat red. I also just like imagine the like the extroversion of like you as almost like a sailor slop cook, like farting and texting and like leaning <laughs> over, lifting a cheek. Yeah, lifting the cheek and then looking up and be like, "What do you want?" <laughs> I wish I was so just like no one's here. Who cares? Whoa, That's so funny. was it like long audio wise? Or it wasn't that long, but it was loud and it smelled. Oh shit. Well, oh, you know, shit. we all do it. Um, but. That's awesome. But yeah, so basically the idea is like Artemis is the moon and that represents instinct. And then Diana, who's the goddess of the hunt, represents intellect. And then Apollo is like intuition and spirit. Yeah. So it's like that's that thing where it's like, yeah, I can't just use one of them. I, but like I, I believe and I feel like this is the right move. Right. I've used, you know, it's like that thing of like. Which is another reason why I liked the chariot because the chariot is all about like taking action, not uh, it's not about like considering or whatever. And not to say that cancer is an impulsive sign because they're not. Yeah. But it's this idea of like going with your gut because it's like you've there's only so many pros and cons lists you can write. There's only mm-hmm. if you if you've learned to master just your basic kind of Aries baby instincts or your Taurus yeah. like I want this I'm focused I'm using the checking I know how the to, boxes I know how to decide what to do because of what my desire is and so I'm gonna do what needs to be done there but mm-hmm. so and then Gemini thinking about it that it's like yeah at a certain point you have to kind of use a combination of all of them and just make a move because you've felt that that's the like you got to trust right. that there's something bigger or that there's some other kind of like force that you can rely on that is when you've exhausted all of those things. You just had like literally 14 of like the keywords when I was like thinking about just like the the cancer different placement planet wise that were like that I feel like just touched on like a little bit of like all the ones when I was just kind of sitting and thinking of like what is this what is having cancer maybe not just your sun sign mean but I think that like just giving up like from like judge like just going from like a gut feeling I feel like is like a is like an overarching theme for like all those all those little guys. Um, yeah, absolutely. We can roll through them if you guys if yeah. you guys want. Uh, cancer moons, I hate them. No, I'm just kidding. Those guys. no, I feel like I've been meeting so many cancer moons, especially since we started the pod. I feel like so many like cool like witchy psychicy people have this placement. Water moons in general. Um, I think this one is like a feeler. Like, while I know we said like it, uh, you don't necessarily have to be a feeler. Like, I think this one just—I mean, it's the fucking moon on moon yeah. action. What can you it's do? Words, it's, it's, um, it's domicile. It's dignified. Which I think, if you have a chart that's maybe more fiery or more airy, I think this might be like a really beneficial placement for you. It's just getting in touch with what's good for. I think that's the other thing too. Is like emotional doesn't mean uh, erratic. I think sometimes um, be, having that emotional value means that you're going to put what's good for you first. And like, if you, again, if you've done, the, we've talked about this, uh, you know, with other people, like if you're mature enough and you've done the work and like we're at these grown places that we're trying to be at. So I think that's like a, just a really cool, really cool moon sign, really beneficial. I love this idea too of thinking of the crab itself as like part on water and part on land and the idea of like tides coming in because 
cancer also is you know associated with kind of move ebbing and flowing of emotions but it's like yeah the crab sometimes is more on the earth and there's not a lot of water there when the tide kind of rolls out and then you're not a slave to your emotions but then sometimes the wave crashes all the way over and it's like you float you it's there's so much water that you floated off that little thing of sand and you're just in it well it's literally but then it always comes back in it's literally going with what you have right now like it's it's accepting the bad days for the bad days it's 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 rolling with the good days where you're feeling social and want to go out it's just like following your gut it's like yeah i'm not going to force myself to do anything that's uncomfortable going with the flow too. another like cancer idea that i think is not talked about in terms of like yeah not not everybody feels this that that tide of emotions necessarily, but knowing that that's the tide that you're going with, it's easier to just go with the tide than it is to swim against it. Mm-hmm. So even if that means that sometimes you have more, you know, I don't, I hate using like erratic or whatever, but if you have more intense emotions at some time, that's you can't help it. That's what that you're yeah. feeling intensely and go with it. Yeah. It's better to do that than to be like I'm not feeling intensely yeah. when you clearly are. Yeah. And I think as a fire moon, like I'm just appreciating the water moons in my life more where it's like, I feel like it's like, I must be happy today because I had all this scheduled and it's like, I like, fuck like rationality. And it's like, no, like it's, I don't know. It's give, not happening. Give into it. Just give into what's happening. Yep. Like, um, cancer rising, amazing placement. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, I think for cancer rising, uh, what we talked about, what Lisa touched on before too, I think is just, I think people are going to want to open up to you. I think people want to get to know you. I think it is just a very approachable placement. Um, and also I think it's important for these people to have like, they're, I think since it's a rising thing, since it's presentational, like the home, the stuff, the knickknacks, the collectibles, like just like having that like aesthetically safe space is like uber important uh, for cancer rising folks. Oh, yeah. I think that's accurate. I also think that um, cancer risings like they are like really, I don't know, like always fun to be around like even like via text or, or in person, like it, I, I feel like they're always like, even if they're like saying something, they're like, God, I hate this person. It's like still fun somehow. Mm. It's like very nice. Yeah. Uh, or like not even, not, not yeah, but it is, I totally not know. Not even like, not that they're like, oh, they're not usually negative, but like even when they are, it's still like we're laughing about it and not like. Mm. Well, cause it's, I, it does seem to come from such a like guileless, um, sweet place or whatever it's not like you know i don't know it's funny because cancer is like the shell and rising sign you would we often talk about as like a shell but i feel like cancer rising is the most unshelled Mm. the most like sweet inside of the crab soft shell crab yeah exactly where it's like uh i feel like cancers generally aren't while we talk about uh, all this deep in emotion they're typically pretty nice overall like i feel i think there is that joking element it's like i know so many cancers will tell someone that they don't like them to their face but they're almost like they're joking and it's like no they're they're serious serious, but it's just like oh that's fun yeah like okay Uh uh-huh it's never like uh, you don't see i mean you just don't see that fire in their eyes of like pure hatred because it's almost just life is too weird and whimsical to like feel real hate it's more just like uh hate yeah uh 
the mercury i think the things that you're talking about the clouds of like or kind of busting through clouds of judgment and going with the gut i feel like is very cancer mercury i think it's just someone who's going to speak from the gut not get too like overwhelmed or bogged down or doesn't want to be bogged down and overwhelmed with facts it's just like let me just see what i'm seeing in front of me and i'm going to just respond to it. like i'm just going to give you that like rorschach test result like i'm just it's saying just what it such, is i'm thinking of someone very specific right now but it's very and apologies for gendering it but it's very mom like mm-hmm. i just i just think he's a good person or it's like that you know what i mean or it's like there's i just lo- don't like him it's that mom kind of thing of like there's a lot of just i think yeah. i think the just and i think that goes with the cancerizing and other cancer things is like i shouldn't say things like this but i just have to say it yeah your boyfriend's a loser or like yeah. you know, this and that and you're just like that i mean my gr- i have two gr- cancer grandparents and it's just like that's just like all i hear is yeah. just like, I, that is so funny is i just i just i just i can't i can't help it i just this have to person let, you know. that i'm thinking of is like I, there's so many like positive ones too where it'd be like oh, i just love her she's yeah. so yeah, cute yeah. and she's so great and like i'm thinking of the type of person that truly like cries to like hearing someone else's story oh yeah it's that where it's like they're really in it with you and like i think cancers are natural empaths being that moon water energy too so i think if you aren't empathy person and you feel, like can well, feel that and it's like un uh, not like in a but it's not like trying to way. hog the energy well, because it's not it's the first like because again in this like equation scenario right this hasn't this is the first water it hasn't learned that like some types of water you take in and other types you keep that there's a diff there's a there's qualities of water because mm-hmm. the next one is scorpio which is like yeah there's what's happening on top of the water but then there's what's really going on underneath mm-hmm. and that's when we get like oh yeah i'm I'm listening to what you're saying, but I'm actually listening to what you're not saying. Mm-hmm. Whereas cancer is like, I'm just taking in all of the water. Yeah. It's, it's very like face value. Um, why would there, you have no, no reason to not share your heart with me. I'm just right. taking your heart at, at you guys. I just found something that made me so mad because I <laughs> wanted to find which Winnie the Pooh character was um, cancer and, I googled Winnie the Pooh Zodiac and is it fucking piglet? Can I tell you that whatever is going on on Wattpad w a t t p a d dot com is a fucking travesty? First of all, I'm not gonna get too into it because I know we're gonna get through the rest of the placements. I'm logging in right now to Wattpad. Aries is Eeyore. <laughs> it's just so far off. Oh from, what? It's they just don't know. So far off from anything. Um. So I, I truly can't trust this. It does say owl is Cancer. Which fine, I but I do it. feel like it's I, Kanga. Oh, the mom. Kanga's good. Um, what do you think wow. Piglet is? Um, I mean, I kind of feel like Piglet is more in the like Libra. Virgo I was gonna say. Era. I was gonna say Virgo. I don't know why. I just got a very like. Yeah. I feel like Virgos are also usually like really like, like sharp and lean or like little i don't know i feel like there's like a mm-hmm. size like yeah. piglet's just like a little piglet and like i don't know i feel like aries is more of a winnie possibly or maybe that's taurus like the honey oh, tigger. i feel tigger. like tigger is a is a aries <laughs> he's always bouncing in Tigger might be a sag though that's true yeah. yeah so i don't know but yeah i was definitely just like what are we what are we um, i like the thinking of eeyore as an aries though because i feel like it's what the aries wishes it could like 
it's, it's like what the Aries goes home and like takes off their like devil costume after the end of the day and is just like, uh, I can actually come here and hide and cry and no one will know. And where's my tail? I lost it. I guess it. people know with Eeyore. That is very Aries. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally Attached, on your butt. Yeah. Where? How did you lose it? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, Cancer Venus, I think, is just going to be a very natural. And again, as you guys, if you're already in this cancer episode, your houses, your aspects, all these things are going to affect you. But I think Cancer Venus is a naturally very affectionate. I mean, I think water Venuses just want to cuddle and like cook multiple course meals together. Um, But also, I think I think where they can maybe get confused with these watery Venus is like they have a lot of love to give. But also, I think they're not afraid to give love to like their coworkers or like other people around them, like give little gifts. Like I think they want to like just express love as a concept. So um, don't feel too special. (laughs) Well, and also be, be not, not necessarily more, but remember that, yeah, not everybody, not everybody gets that level or whatever. Right. You're not going to get always the top level. Yeah. Or even just the, like that, not everybody is worth Mm -hmm. giving all of that to. It's that idea too of like, um, knowing who's going to receive who's really receiving it and are you just throwing out like are you put are you making too much food all the time that right. all this food is going to waste because you are just making too much food you're not being aware of how many people are there to eat it yeah and I think to everyone to take the love language quiz uh, I think it's like eye opening especially as you learn more about your chart and your Venus placements and all these things that kind of go into showing love and affection it's like not everyone's going to be that lovey-dovey back to you mm-hmm. um, and it's and it's crushes your heart and soul uh i also think if you make too much food just call me you know yeah. I will also, come eat it. baby it's called pyrex it's called the freezer you're you're good uh cancer mars uh as a cancer mars i think it's a sign that doesn't want drama like it's wants i mean it's not in it's in a happy place in mars um yeah, but also when a when a cancer i think cancer and mars cancers i think on the negative i think we've been really like into cancers today cancers can be very manipulative they know how to turn the story and i think that's the thing to know about cancer mars people in your life is like if they get called out it's going to be like well the reason was a week ago like it's gonna like all of a sudden be like actually this is a reaction to you and you're like no 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 i came up with a problem about you and it's like oh well i'm glad because it's actually the root of the problem has been you all like it's a very flip the script um i'm guilty as charged of it and also i think family too can be like really triggering since cancer is family blah 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 so just be aware of the cancer mars in your life i think it's also a, a one where the kind of cancer crab comes into play where it's the reason it's in detriment in cancer mars is is because mars is very like straightforward right we're moving in it's not a it's an art it's like a, a it has running an arrow in yeah the it's glyph. like running right. to the battlefield not a secret agent mm-hmm. going in it wearing different outfits and things like that and that ca- crab movement is sideways yeah it's not ne- it's not ever straightforward yeah. so it is going to be like well i want to get around it or i want to say something i want to well, get to it this direction not mm-hmm. I, we have to always enter it from this side thing or i'm or even just i'm gonna poke at you yeah i'm gonna pinch onto something i'm not gonna let go i'm gonna keep Mm -hmm. i'm gonna keep bringing it up i'm gonna keep uh like it's i think we've talked about this a bunch of times of like the the 
the statement that would be like, oh, it's so nice. We're not fighting like normal. And then everyone's <laughs> Oh, my God. Like, Stop. What Tri- the fuck? Trig- like, triggered. Yeah. Triggered by cancer family members. I think also, too, like water signs hate getting caught. I think they yeah. think they're super clever. And once like someone finally has receipts or something to call them on their shit, they're like... They just don't know how things to start leaking. Mm-hmm. Things start leaking. They just don't know how to surrender. I think it's just like because sometimes you have to. You I can't mean, patch that leak with water. I mean, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces is not the first to say I'm wrong, <laughs> nope. or it's I'm wrong to get out. Like it's almost like a I have to just say it to like escape the situation, but I don't actually mean it. Mm-hmm. So at least I can get out of here. It's also just so weird to think that the next water season won't be till Scorpio. Like I'm thinking of the element process it's like oh that's so long from now but i guess it's just the things we have to go through uh cancer jupiter i think since this is usually our expansion lucky those things like of good posy things um and this is in a good spot for cancer i mean i get the vibes of like digging into your resources digging in those family things family businesses uh reaching if and if family's like again chosen family it can be your friends it can be just like those working well together with people and i think too if you do the work on your emotional self and feel like you've found some kind of center or balance i think that's just going to only fuel those things you're trying to achieve with like a jupiter luck sort of vibe of just like digging down on emotions and digging down on who's around you and like not being afraid to like being afraid of them basically yeah. i was surprised to find out that jupiter is is exalted I was too. I, I forgot. Well, I was because like, oh. as a Sag and as a known cancer <laughs> critic, mm. um, finding out that we share a ruling planet. I mean, I know that it's not the same. It doesn't rule cancer, but finding out that like cancer is good in that. Right. Was kind like of your teammates. Yeah. I think like made me think about that in, in a way that I hadn't before. And I think of like cancer Jupiter as like, very Marianne Williamson vibes Ugh, as like love. when you can expand so much in your heart and soul and those things that you are not um, like you're not afraid of being so openly emotional or whatever. Like it's like the highest level of emotional intelligence or like an Oprah or a somewhat like a mm-hmm. someone who uh, yeah, it has made has, has helped other people expand through showing their expansion of their heart and not and not being closed off about that well dude marianne is a cancer slash capricorn moon she's the gatekeeper i'll just leave it at that she's the she's the keeper marianne um this is the last one i have is saturn just because we'll we'll, we'll talk about it but i'll touch a little bit on uranus because there is there's some things but um saturn so they're cancer saturn they're this the last group of people who were born during this was 2003 to 2005 and it will come again in 2032 so it's not too far away but we'll see it hopefully um but tarot cycle yeah well tarot.com had an interesting thing about this time period and i'm just gonna read from the site remember that this is also the uh fall of of saturn yeah so on that note tarot.com nationalism tribalism and ethnocentrism may run amok during this transit we must be careful not to be concerned with our group that we end up with confining ourselves within its limits um this will come back in again in 2032 i think on a positive it can be used to power used to be powerful rules in alignment with fem oh this is what i wrote sorry i was like this bitch doesn't know how to write um but what i wrote is like on that flip as like since it's cancer and since it's femme i think we could use that for Hopefully, like, it's like when we talked about the Taurus Uranus, it's like, yeah, but maybe in a good way, it'd be like 
reevaluating our crops and you know like yeah. hoping for this yeah. so i think we could use that in a powerful feminine energy but 2003 to 2005 was just like post 9-11 super surge of like nationalism racism all that sort of shit and we're really seeing that again now in our country so i think it's just a reminder to the kids just be aware. i mean we all have to be aware of that i think in every day so i'm glad like it touched on that just to like just remember like fuck your home try like thinking of home in that way like what's mine is mine no one's allowed in like human rights or whatever like i think it's just something to keep in mind or even the idea that this is a home worth borders like if you will that we need this is my home and so i need to protect it right as opposed to evaluating well do i even like this home is right this, is this version of this home worth saving or is do i need to like hermit crab it get out of the shell that doesn't fit anymore and find a different shell yeah we need to make a new home. i think i like thinking of this idea of like making uh especially this country like a new home opening up doors all those things so just like pep talk for the kids and then cancer uranus won't be here again well it's not too much longer after that at 2033 2039 um so i was right i mean my hope was like in the positive light of like i'm like world peace question mark which is like maybe not but also i think just hopefully destructuralizing that nationalism sort of vibe is what we should all be working towards since it's gonna be it's a huge topic right now and i feel like it's only gonna keep ramping up until we're in world war three um the end (laughs) i'm still just thinking so much about these the symbols of like crab versus capricorn goat which is about like mountain like the most away from the water you could possibly Uh, be climbing up whereas the crab is in the you know in the water could be fully submerged in the water but also on earth but the you know and again these like things is like the you know earth to sky like that's the next the next transition oh goodness I well, mean, even the thing in astrology you did it again <laughs> <laughs> well, even the capricorn i know they're the sea goat and i guess i never really think of them in anywhere like in the sea or in the mountain but i guess thinking of that they're trying to like climb away from their emotions yeah or be above be emotions above um, or i mean get learn learn to like conquer it and that's also why right. cancer is like i'm saturn the best is, at emotions saturn is in fall in cancer because that's about going with the flow whereas saturn is like dominating and creating rules and this is where no this is where it flows yeah kind of mastering the water i also have been like researching a lot about saturn and one of the things is like the edge where it's like the like it's like often described as like the skin or time where it's like right. where it, like w- the skin is where your body meets the earth. Mm-hmm. So I think that's also like an interesting because it's like where the water meets the land. It's like the edge of taking it to the very end of. Hell yeah. I love that. Well, uh, you ready to. I got the game. The game. Dude, this first round. I'm like super excited. Um, So we got our Mary Fuck Kill. These are Cancer Sun, Cancer Moons. And we're going to do it up with, first to start, Mindy Kaling, Jessica Simpson, and Courtney Love. Okay. These are both Cancer Sun, Cancer Moons? Oh, yeah. marrying Mindy Kaling. Okay. For sure. I mean, I, yeah, she's, she's a great. Yeah, I'm going to marry Mindy. And kill Jessica Simpson. Same. And fuck Courtney Love? Yeah. Mm. Okay. I mean, I feel. Also, I just can, also cannot, I, it, 
fits so much that Jessica Simpson is a fucking oh, cancer sign, cancer moon. That breathy ass voice. The, the breathy, oh. the, the breasties. Like, I mean, not to ogle, but she got big boobies out. Also, the did you see that Polaroid from the from right before she gave birth recently? No, I'll pull it up as I as we go on. But she was like, I think like, also, I don't mean to suggest that those are killable offenses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for me, yes, uh, she was just like the the time she was just like recently pregnant. She was like, I think like five weeks late something like insane. Like this baby was like too ready to come out and she put up this Polaroid where it's I'll pull it up. It's just her her boobs and belly. She's just like. A can like, just like uh, uh, oh wait here engorged. we go i'm turning around if you haven't seen this this is yeah. just like that's the shot i mean glasses i'm wearing hell yeah <laughs> um might have to rethink or kill her for the glasses <laughs> you know i think i i don't know i'm actually kind of tor- like i'm intrigued with everybody uh, a little bit i think i want to probably fuck courtney love because i just want to hang out like yeah one, one time there's no way i'm sorry there's no way jessica and i can't marry jessica okay I'm, i have to do the same but i am and i would like to meet i would i would fuck jessica as well maybe it would be like a, a like a threesome or with, like no i'm like a fucked up scenario where you like uh trick her before you kill her or you like come in the house um, get her comfortable like we hang out for a while like yeah. i just come in i'm like hey I didn't, we didn't see so each you other can still so meet long. her and then be like i'm so sorry to do this to you very cancer mars uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so the time is but come. it is it is a game i did agree that we have to play it um but i will say there was a lot of really good cancer sun cancer moon options uh vera wang matthew weiner from mad men and uh sopranos tn tamara maori jack white busy phillips sophia vergara harrison ford phyllis diller sandra O, oh, charlotte gainsburg george clinton there was like a lot of and all of those are very like mm-hmm. I don't know. Just like I like have a weird attraction to like all of those people. They're Into all um, Cancer Sun, Cancer Rising, Jason Schwartzman, okay, <laughs> uh, Liv Tyler, okay, and George Michael. Okay, <laughs> done. You got it. Yeah, locked. Okay, locked and loaded. Um, I'm gonna kill jason schwartzman yeah that's 100 yeah that's the right answer i did love i heart huckabees but i don't know why me and paul got a discussion one day where i was like bringing up how and again i'm sure he's a great person i was just like ugh, he's so ugh. i'm like so unattractive he's like really there's no he doesn't do that cute hipster indie one i was like ugh. i think i hate him i don't know why <laughs> i love rushmore too oh, yeah God, I, mean, I just but no. but rushmore. also he's like is like kind of a weaselly like that's there's his a type. yeah there's a little like a like a and cancer i'm sorry this is like the flip side of cancer rising where it's like he just seems like he'd be like oh yeah like anytime you ask him to do anything like it would be like around the house like he i'm sure he is very nice yeah. I'm, not sure. I'm not sure i'm not sure that he's very nice i mean i don't that, know like, i don't know this the rest is exactly of the, chart. the kind of energy that i'm talking about when i criticize a, a cancer man is this kind is of is a jason schwartzman vibe i mean yeah i could see that like, come on well also like, it's like they look in tune with their emotions but i don't think they are not like, but yeah not in a way that actually they would have like a, a constructive conversation where they would just identify and take responsibility for their emotions he's a sag moon i don't know if that does anything to the but we don't we that doesn't play a part no, doesn't I mean, play a it, part. Does, it does and it just validates where my friend is um, <laughs> my boyfriend's a sag moon so i'm getting attacked but i still <laughs> 
still am going to kill him. That's I'm not my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fuck Liv Tyler and I'm going to marry George Michael. Yeah. yeah. That's the Those right are the answer. answers. Oh. Those are the answers. I mean, last Christmas. I also, mean, he like gave so much money secretly philanthropy George wise. George Michael is a... Just icon. Treasure and heaven truly did get an angel. Um. Also, like, getting to fucking live Tyler. I'm happy with it. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. just babe of babe. I don't want to marry her. Like, I don't know her. No. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm like, I just want to. Against marrying her. Um, yeah, the no. only other cancer stone cancer rising I found as an option was David Hasselhoff as well. So real, real Looney Tunes yeah. in this. I kind of like him. He had, like. Uh, better than Schwartzman, to yeah, be honest honestly, with you. <laughs> that could have mixed. He did something bad, I think, though. I don't think he did anything bad that i think he was really wasted video? yeah i think oh. i think he had like a cry for help did you see the bagel video no oh, I yes. just I oh was, yes oh yes i was I trying to look about it because Scott. someone referenced it and i'm like i've been doing this joke about bagels and scott said so that's me at the bagel shop freaking oh my out. god okay the bagel boss i can't believe he's even being called a boss because he's not a boss at all but he reminds me of another viral video have you seen the guy who yells at the uh the tr- i think he's playing a trumpet in new york and he's like a little guy and he's like, why are you play? He just sounds like this. Why you keep playing? He, they're definitely related. He's like, you're no artist. You're no artist. An artist respects the silence. An artist respects the craft. You're no artist. And he's just like yelling over That's and over. That's so funny. I mean, I love like angry New Yorker videos. Like, sign me, yeah. sign me up. Except this guy was horrible. Oh, I thought he deserved to get tackled. Oh, he. Oh, and also you realize because he's like spoilers. Oh, it's whatever. I mean, it's, tw- <laughs> it's one minute long. Yeah, it's like I a twenty-second video. I just video. feel like people pop off so wildly oh, do, in public yeah. now, where it's like you just deserve to get taught your lesson that you Truly. don't do that. And it like yes, what he's saying is also like gross, but it's like that's not even why. It's just learn how to behave. Yeah. Well, like, well yeah. also you can't say "come at me, bro," and then when oh, someone yeah. comes at he you, asked for it. It, yeah, that's he what, asked if for you it. literally ask for it, that's what happens. Well, and when you see the scale. Because he's talking oh, about being a five foot man who can't get pussy, basically. And you see the scale of the, like the man that tackles him. You're like, wow, he and is bitty. Other, <laughs> and, and the other big dude was like, I'm not going to. Which I also think is like funny because he's like, I'm not going to like hit this little guy. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, but also it's classic. That, like, pisses him off even more because he's like, come on. Come but it's on, also man. classic incel where it's like. Dude, just because you're five foot, you can get laid. It's not impossible. Yes, Everyone dude. can yeah, get so laid. I'm like this say, in public. Bagel Boss, Cancer Sun, Cancer Rising. Whoa. <laughs> I, like, because to me, again, this is exactly what I'm talking about, where it's like, yeah, like, you could be fine. And also, you're going to get punched. Well, probably, it probably did go viral this morning at sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same, too, where I think we've talked about, like, again, cancers and water signs can go with the flow. But since they are so tend to go with the flow, it can be like, we've talked about this before with water signs, it's, the world's happening to that's me. Car- it's cardinal energy of, like, I'm always starting it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, when I have to, like, take a step back and reevaluate, I'm like, no. But cancer... You're I great. love you. Um, really yeah. leaning into this cancer season. We're all in you it know, together. Yeah. So, you know, this. let this be my... Be proud. Fuck, like, you know, I know it's you're called cancer and all your shit is boohoo stuff, but, you know, we always try with the memory and other things to, like, not focus on just, like, boring-ass stereotypes. So don't be afraid to, like, correct somebody. You, also, we need you. Meryl Streep, 
Oh God, we need you, Cancer Queen. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, hello. We we look to cancers. There's so many famous cancers. There's a lot that it's like, yeah, duh, we're we're just jealous because you're so easily able to like embody your emotions in a way that we're like, we have to make we have to make some excuse as to why that's a bad thing because mm. really we're just enamored. So Ooh. yeah, so sit in your rest in your power with them big boobies. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, just nurturing the world because we're gonna keep sucking on those teats, oh baby. <laughs> give yeah, me, dude. give me more. Utter, num, utters num, 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 num. me, baby. <laughs> Utter club. Hell yeah! Uh, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, happy Cancer season. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.